going to be talking about, I'm primarily going to be talking about one of the arsons that we use as believers to deal with the devil and to deal with circumstances. Because look, let's just face it, every single day we are faced, we are challenged with something and we need to know how we can navigate our way out of the situation. And, you know, every situation that we face, how we respond to that situation is very crucial because the way that we respond is the way is how the thing's going to go. It can be good or it could be bad. And as believers in Christ, the Bible teaches how we must walk by faith and not by sight. And when we come and when we look at the the scriptures, there's so much that we can see about how we can um, really be, get the the, the necessary things to actually get the victory that we need. And there are several weapons that we have at our disposal, several, several weapons. The first weapon is this. The word of God is the first weapon that we have, the sword of the spirit. The Bible says that it's the sword of the spirit that we, what the enemy, what God, what Jesus used to speak against the enemy. And this is just one of the arsons that we have. The second one is the blood of Jesus. Oh, man, I want to talk about the blood of Jesus at some point. Woo, that is a powerful one. Um, And the Bible says in the book of Revelation how they overcame the devil by the blood of the lamb and by the word of our testimony. And then we have another arson at our disposal, which is prayer, the power of prayer, the power of prayer. Every single one of us have these weapons at our disposal. The Bible says, praying always with all prayer and supplication in the Spirit. You know, at times it may feel a bit like a struggle, but I want to encourage you to press on in prayer to press on in speaking the word of the Lord. I want to present another arson that we have, which is worship. We have the, 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 this, this, this thing where we can come before the Lord and worship and express gratitude and praise in the midst of trauma, in the midst of trouble. Because when we do that, it causes the enemy, enemies to scatter. We also have another arson at our disposal. We have the word of our testimony. The Bible says in the book of Revelations how they overcame the devil by the blood of the Lamb and by the word of our testimony. Every single one of us here have a testimony to share. It doesn't, you may think, oh, this, it's not as colorful as Mr. So-and-so, Mrs. So-and-so. You and I have a testimony in our mouth. 
and when we declare it and when we speak it, the enemy backs up because it is empowered by God. We also have another one, fasting. Everybody say fasting. I know it's not the most exciting thing, trust me. I like my food as well as you. Um, but fasting is a very powerful weapon. The scripture says in the book of Isaiah, Is this not the fast that I have chosen to loose the bonds of wickedness and to undo heavy burdens and to let the oppressed go free? God wants to let the oppressed go free through prayer and fasting. When we sacrifice and come before the living God and ask him and cry out to him, saying, Father, I trust and rely upon you. Move in this situation as you sacrifice the things that are precious to you. Another wonderful weapon that we have is thanksgiving. Thanksgiving, the scripture says, be anxious for nothing, but in everything, by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known unto God. Thanksgiving is another weapon. But the weapon that I want to talk and focus in on today, and probably over the next few times I speak, is the name of Jesus power of the name of Jesus. There is a whole load of information on this. I don't know if I will be able to share everything. I don't believe I will, but I want to read this verse of scripture. Philippians chapter 2 and verse 1 to 11. And it reads this. Is there any encouragement from belonging to Christ? Any comfort from his love? Any fellowship together in the spirit? Are you, are your hearts tender and compassionate? Then make me truly happy by agreeing wholeheartedly with each other, loving one another, and working together with one mind and purpose. Verse 3. Don't be selfish. Don't try to impress others. Be humble. Thinking of others as better than ourselves. Don't look out only for your own interests, but take an interest in others too. You must have the same attitude that Christ Jesus had. Through he, though he was God, he did not think equality with God as something to cling to it to. Instead, he gave up his divine privileges. He took the humble position of a slave and a born as a human being. And when he appeared in human form, he humbled himself in obedience to God and died a criminal's death on the cross. Therefore, God elevated him to the place of the highest honor and gave him the name, all other names, above all other names. That at the name, everybody say at the name. 
that at the name of Jesus, every knee should bow in heaven, on earth, under the earth, and every tongue declare that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God the Father. And so the name of Jesus, the Bible says here that God gave him a name. The name's really important because it expresses everything about the person. But this name is so loaded because of everything that Jesus accomplished through the death, through the, his death. The Bible says like how he led captivity captive and gave gifts unto men. The Bible says how he destroyed principalities and powers and made a show of them openly triumphing over them in it. In the olden days, back in the days of Jesus, when they killed a king, they used to drag the king. And you would see, see, see the king this, this dragging on the floor. In fact, his, probably his head would be off by then, man. They, but that is exactly the kind of thing like what Jesus did in the sense that he defeated Satan big time. It was a big time defeat. The, the, Satan and his cohorts had no clue what Jesus planned to do. But when he was defeated, Satan said, well, I, I can't really do anything here because it's like God has had the victory here. I mean, I mean, but my point is, is this. The name of Jesus is so important. It's so powerful. All of what Jesus did, it crushed the enemy. The scripture says in the book of Revelations, it says that about how all authority and all power, I've forgotten the scripture, but it's, it's in Matthew or Revelation, one of the two. But it speaks about how all the authority, all the keys has been given to, given to Jesus and he's now delegated it to us. So we have that, the, the authority in the name of Jesus that when we speak his name, we can speak against different circumstances. Look, he even says in the, in, the, um, in the Gospels, he says, listen, I'm going to be going away. And when I go away, that's when you should use my name. And in his name, there is authority. In his name, there is power. In his name, there is healing. In his name, there is solutions. I don't know what situation you have facing you today, but I can assure you, when you use the name of Jesus in faith, God will change the circumstance. I want to encourage you, when you walk out of this door, listen, I, I can't remember anything what the pastor said. Listen, just remember, remember the name of Jesus, because the name of Jesus is the thing that can transform any situation that you are facing. I don't care what it is because of what he done on the cross. What Jesus has done for us now has opened the door for us in whatever circumstance, whatever situation you are facing. God can transform it. God can cause different situations to be restored for you. He can even restore. I mean, I remember this one. <laughs> I, I, I battled with maths. I've I spoken to my son about this. I, I had to pray about this one, man. When I was going for my exam, and I said, Lord, I don't know how I'm going to do this. So I just, I, obviously, I did the revisions and stuff like that. But I just prayed 
in the name of Jesus that I passed this exam, man. And by the grace of God, I passed, man. Now, you have to say, this is a miracle for me, man. <laughs> but God was able to help me. <laughs> Some people naturally got it. I didn't have, naturally have it, all right? But God was able to intervene. And I want to encourage you with whatever you are facing. I don't care what it is. Because the Bible says that with God, all things are possible. But with man, you can't, you will fail. But with God, all things are possible. All he wants us to do is to believe, is to trust in him, is to have faith in him, to have confidence in him, to look not to our own understanding, but look to the written word. Look to the written word, because in the written word is where we receive life. We'll receive the rhema of God as we continue to feed, as we continue to hear, as we continue to mutter, as we continue to meditate upon the word of the Lord. God will transform that situation and will transform our souls. Because, you know, our souls need to be transformed our minds need to be transformed. It needs to be renewed. It needs to be, as we hear the word, we are agreeing with God and allowing our soul to come into alignment with what he is saying and the things that he wants to do. God wants to do so many different things through us as a people to bring transformation to the lives of the people around here. When we go evangelism, for example, the name of Jesus is very powerful to use. Oh, my Lord, we can be praying for the sick. We can be praying for those people with different needs and different situations, with helpless situations. God can bring life. God can bring transformation to them. As we use the name of Jesus, you may say to yourself, well, what, what, how can I do this? Hey, let me tell you something. All God needs is a vessel. All God needs is an individual. All God needs is for someone to make themselves to say, Lord, here I am. Send me. God's name, the name of Jesus is so incredibly powerful. The Bible says this, that there is no other name given among men whereby we must be saved. The Bible says, how the name of the Lord is a strong tower. The righteous runs into it and they are safe. They run into it. Whenever you are having a, a problem, a situation, adversity, things that are just overwhelming you, run to the strong tower. Run to him. When you run to God, he will keep you safe. Saying, Lord, I am terrified. Lord, I don't know what to do. But when you're in that secret place, when you're in the place, the secret place of the Most High, you shall be able to abide under the shadow of the Almighty. And he will keep you. He will preserve you. In the olden days, the strong tower was a place of refuge and safety. And it's just like that in the realm of the Spirit. When you call upon him in faith, 
He will do that. And I want to add this. The name of Jesus is not a magical formula, you know. Some people think, oh, it's abracadabra, boom. And it's just the whole thing. This No, 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 no. The scripture says, have the name of Jesus. It talks about how basically when you say that, when you say in faith, because you see, you have to say this, you see. When you mention the name of Jesus, we are standing in the stead of Christ. And so we have to say in faith, believing that God will intervene in that situation. And that's just what we need to do. The name of Jesus is so powerful as we read in the scriptures. It's so, in each world, in, in the natural world, in the spiritual world, the world underneath, God's name is, is feared. The Bible says how the demons tremble at the name of Jesus. But then you hear a lot of people cussing and swearing of the name of Jesus. Well, let me tell you something. When uh, somebody who is God-fearing and trusts God and speaks the name of Jesus, the demons will shift. Because they know that person is in the, they're, they're standing in the authority. And when someone stands in their authority and they start to move and they start to speak, the devil will have to back up. And that is just how we are to speak it. You see, the reason, another reason, and I'm, I'm sure that the lawyers would, you know, vouch for me on this one. Power of attorney. The power, of, apparently, the power of attorney is something whereby you, whatever is back in this thing. Lawyers, please correct me. Please be ready. <laughs> but basically, whoever is backing, the, the amount of power, the amount of thing that's back in this thing is what is been, has been delegated to us. So, for example... If you, um, so with the power of attorney, it's, it's, it's when the person has the legal right to act on another person's behalf. We know that. But it, it talks about the power, when we use the name of Jesus, all the power that has been invested in that name, when we speak that, that's what's going to be released. Because you, in other words, you have the whole backing of heaven. You've got the whole military of heaven in operation. You will have so much at your disposal purely because of what Jesus has done. It's, it's, a, it's a significant thing. It's massive. What Christ has done. If, so so I, I say this to say, say this, right? Whenever we are saying and, and, and praying for somebody, or you're praying him to a situation. Remember the backing that you have. You've got the whole backing of heaven. Olivier, you have the whole backing of heaven. When you pray, not, not because, listen, we're nothing special. We ain't nothing special. Just because we're pastors doesn't mean we're special. We thank God we're pastors. But what I'm trying to say is, is look, we're all humans at the end of the day. And we all have to pray. We all have to do different things. But my point is, when we actually pray in faith and we ask Lord, the Lord, we say, Lord, I pray. And you recognize the authority, the backing. 
God will intervene. And you pray in faith. God will intervene. See, the great thing is, is that Jesus, when he paid the price for you and I, he's actually written the check already. All we need to do is fill it in. So it's as as if people get happy, isn't it? (laughs) It's true. All we have to do is really fill it in. It's really just the appropriating of the faith that we have, right? So... He's signed the check, and we just need to put our name there, put the situation there. Say, Lord, I need my family to be saved. Lord, I need, uh, I, I need more intimacy with you. You signed the check. Lord, I need healing in my leg. It's, it's really not in a good way. You are agreeing to take, make a withdrawal from what God has done. Because I tell you, what Christ has done for all of us is so great. All we need to do is say, appropriate it and say, Father, I, by faith, right now, receive my healing. I Don't, don't start agreeing with, oh, my, my pain and stuff like that. Don't agree with, like, the situation where, like, um, let's just say, for example, um, like how, how it was with me with the exams and stuff. Oh, I'm no good at the exams. I'm, I'm no good at uh, maths, whatever it is. What, don't speak the negative. Agree with what God is saying about you. Agree with what he is saying and, and seize you. That's really important. When you do that, you will allow the Holy Spirit to be able to move and operate in your life. I love this scripture, Colossians chapter 2, verse 12 to 15. It says this, For you were buried with Christ when you were baptized with him, and you were raised to a new life because you trusted the mighty power of God who raised him from the dead. You were dead because of your sins, and because of your sinful nature was not yet cut away. Then God made you alive with Christ, for he forgave all of your sins. He canceled the record and record of the charges against us and took it away by the nailing it to the cross. In this way, he disarmed the spiritual rulers, the authorities. He shamed them publicly and by the victory over them on the cross. And then in 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verse 21, For God made Christ, who never sinned, to be an offering for our sins, so that we could be made right with God through Jesus Christ. Those verses of Scripture highlight, the first one highlights how God, how Jesus um, disarmed all principalities and powers. He disarmed them. And then the second one highlights about how he who knew no sin became sin for us so that we might become the righteousness of God in him. 
There are so many different, and that's just a couple of things there that, that Jesus done. He gave us his righteousness, so we're in right standing with him. He disarmed all principalities and powers, which is great, because it means that wherever we are going to go and do the work of the Lord, we know that we have the victory before we even get there. In Hebrews chapter 1, verse 3 to 4, it reads this. It says, the sun radiates God's own glory and expresses the very character of God. And he sustains everything by the mighty power of his command. When he cleansed us from our sins, he sat down in the place of honor at the right hand of the majestic God in heaven. And this shows that the sun is far greater than the angels just as the name God gave him is greater than their names. The name he gave Jesus, the name. Look, when Jesus paid the price, he was handed that name. And the Bible says how he came and he sat down at the right hand of the Father. And, you know, he had to present. He, he couldn't touch the disciples at the time. He had to present the blood in the, 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 um, to the Father so that then... God can be satisfied with the sacrifice for mankind because he had to pay the price for us and his blood had to be shed. I don't want to read any more at this time because I feel that we need to just pray into a few things.